Morgan and Morgan. And now, now, it's the Mike Calter Show. You wired me awake and hit me with a hand of broken nail. It's the Mike Calter Show. You tied my lead and pulled my chain to watch my blood begin to boil. But I'm gonna break. What? I'm gonna break my. Break it, Johnny. Gonna break my rusty cage and run. I'm gonna break. It's the Mike Calvin Show. Gonna break my, it is 8:49. Gonna break my rusty cage. I love that. Johnny Cash, produced by Rick Rubin, doing a bunch of covers. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers is his backup band. Oh, really? I didn't think I knew that. Yeah. Uh, our phone number is if you want to reach us, which I don't think we've talked to anybody yet this week. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. I don't necessarily need him to call in, and I don't want anybody to call me and guess, but I, I don't think we've heard from Tungless Brett since before Christmas. He might be dead. Mm, it is a possibility, certainly. How do we find out? Yeah, well, there was that one guy who, did he work at the place where Tongueless Brett was? Like, was Says he, he did, but I, you know, I, can't, he, I can't verify any of this stuff. And they can't give out a lot of information because of HIPAA rules, but I just want to know if he's dead or alive. Tongueless oh, Brett, if you're listening, call in. Yeah, hold on. Let me uh, put out the uh, Tongueless Brett call. <laughs> the tongue uh, uh, For those yeah. of you who don't know, he bit half of his tongue off in a car accident. Yeah. He's not he's not mentally challenged, he just has half a tongue. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know his mental <laughs> Jerry's out on that one. Yeah. He sounded really rough last I would time. not give him a gun. Yeah. 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 He did sound terrible. Uh did you want to oh. roll yeah, remember he was doing the motorcycle. <sighs> Spanish, will you remind me after the show? Somebody else who sounds really rough right now called me yesterday. Okay. Got to call him back. Uh, I keep forgetting. And if you're listening uh, or somebody, please tell him. I promise I will call him today. And that is our friend Brian Nobbs. Uh, I love Brian Nobbs. He's wonderful and he's always welcome on the show. And he's got an event going on uh, for WrestleMania week where him and some of the great wrestlers of the past are going to be doing some stuff together. So I'd like to help him promote that, but I keep forgetting. Nobs, you you're welcome to call me anytime. But if you really want anything, get anything done. You got to call Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, you know, I just forget, you know. But um, please, let's reach out to him after the Deal. show today. I still think it's garbage that the WWE won't put the Nobs Nasty inside, Boys yeah. in the Hall of Fame, especially when they've been here in Tampa now for two years. Right. To do the so event. All we know uh, is Molly Holly and Eric Bischoff for this year's class. Yeah. That's what I saw. Right? Bischoff is from this year? I believe so, yeah. Is Molly Holly also known as Hardcore Holly? No, Hardcore Holly was Bob Holly. And he... uh, he Molly Holly is his sister? Well, Bob Holly was a wrestler, and then they had Crash Holly, uh, who was supposed to be like his little partner. He kind of looked like a mini version of Bob Holly. And then they had Molly, uh, and they made her Molly Holly as a member of that group because that's where she came in at. Gotcha. and she is going into the Hall of Fame. She was a she was a groundbreaker uh, wrestler. She was like most of the wrestlers were really pretty, uh, and they weren't you know they would take a bump, but she came in as a really good wrestler. Yeah, she was doing more than just like bra and panty matches, right? Just like being a hot chick. I don't know if she was necessarily hot though. Yeah. She kind of looked a little bit like a rabbit came to life. A little bit, yeah. Um, Sounds then, hot. 
Like Trish Stratus <laughs> too. Trish Stratus was the first really hot one well, to do yeah. to do work, and then um, the best female wrestler I ever saw that blew my mind was um, Lita. Oh yeah, Lita came in and was just doing amazing moves like the Hardy Boys were doing, and, and she was the first chick to really that I saw that did that. Uh, you know, so anyway, they're getting into the Hall of Fame. I don't know if they're going to announce the whole when they're going to announce the whole class or how that's going to work. But it just sucks because you know something like that would be so huge for knobs. You know he would love that. I don't understand how they don't like they fit all the criteria. Yeah, I don't. And there's plenty of newer people in there that you know would deserve it less than. The Nasty Boys. Yeah, they're really one of the tag teams you remember from that era that yeah. still st- sticks around. It's uh, just weird. The, the Road Warriors uh, are in there. Like, I'm trying to think of great tag teams. All those big ones you remember. Yeah. But uh, but back before, the Hardy Boys and, and uh, Edge and Christian and all that were, were just were, yeah. were the Nasty Boys. And then whenever Hogan was around, they were always around. So they were around for a long time. Yep. And I don't know. We'll talk to Nobbs about it. We'll see if we can get him on the show tomorrow. That seems to me like most Hall of Fame is to be a politics thing. And if you did something wrong or didn't kiss the right ass or maybe punch somebody at a party or something one time, yeah. that's what gets you. So And now Triple H is the one who's really in charge of all that stuff. So, But it seems like he tries to go back and mend a lot of those fences. Yes, that Because he, he knows how important it is. He got Bruno San Martino in yeah. when they never... You would mention Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan and Bruno San Martino would just start screaming at you, almost like the Iron Sheik does. Yep. And then all of a sudden they got him in the Hall of Fame. So, uh, All right, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Galvin, give me a little bit of Vanilla Ice's Ninja Turtle song, yes. if, you, if you don't mind. Is there a fire alarm going on? Oh. Quite the intro. You gotta feel it. Yo, it's the green machine. Gonna rock the town without being seen. Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new swing sound. Yeah, everybody let's move. Vanilla is here with a new jack groove. Gonna rock and roll the place with the power of the ninja turtle face. Iceman, you know I'm not playing. Never take the show what the turtles are saying. Ninja, ninja, rap. All right, now that you have you have Ice Ice Baby, right? You have the Ninja Turtle rap. Listen to me, I'm not knocking Vanilla Ice. 160 million records sold. Ice Ice Baby will continue to be one of the biggest songs of all time, and will live on forever. I That's look, all you need is one. I looked it up yesterday just because he was coming on, and it had been streamed over like 250 oh, million sure. times on Spotify. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> you want to you want to know if you got a, a song. Put it on in a wedding and watch how people react. Well, here's the thing is there's a few different versions. You have the radio edit. You have the regular one. Then there's an explicit one that I didn't know, oh. Ice Ice Baby. But it seems like so then Ninja Rap is the other one. That's the next biggest after Ice Ice Baby, which is obviously quite a divide in those two. But then it looks like he did a bunch of covers because the rest are play that funky music. Uh, no, I think that's a play that song. I think that is done to that music, but I think that's a rap. Oh, okay, and then he had Baby Got Back. Uh, here's Ooh, Play That Play both, yeah. I'll jump ahead. Oh, 
rockin' on the mic while I fly, girls. Yeah. In ecstasy in the back of me. Well, that's my DJ. I have to tell you, Vanilla Ice, for the time of that he was rapping, it was good. I yeah. Mean, uh, all yeah, right, that's like, very that style of rap. You right, know? but he's very like, good at it. Yeah. Uh, there's Ride the Horse, which is explicit. I can't play that. Can you uh, play The Baby Got Back? Baby Got I, Back. See what that it is. It does not say explicit, so I'll hover over the uh, dump button. Here we go. Okay. I like big butts and I cannot okay. lie. You other brothers can't deny that when a girl walks in with an itty-bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Want to pull up tough because you notice that butt was stuffed. And then also uh, Insane in the Brain, which I'll jump. So that's just a cover as well. He gets bit. I know. (laughs) Then you also have the Vanilla Sprite (laughs) remix, which that's explicit. I don't know. No. No. He he did a heavy metal version of Ice Ice Baby. He did. At one point. He was at the Ritz one time. I interviewed yeah. him, and he had like a like a full band, kind of like what Machine Gun Kelly is doing now, where he, he's playing music and going out there. But he was a little bit heavier, yeah. Because at the time in the '90s, that was like the thing, you know. And they made an Ice Ice Baby version when there was like when like Limp Biscuit and Corn and all those bands were you know, right popular. He started doing like a heavy metal version of his songs. How did so, I miss out on this? I remember because we played it on rock radio when I was on the radio. Oh, you played it on the radio? Well, because he was coming to town. Oh yeah. So yeah. we played we played that. Any song. good? Was it any good? Or just very mediocre? It was I awesome. I honestly yeah? don't remember it. <laughs> I honestly don't remember. I remember he did it. All I remember is having him on the show, and he was a very nice. And he, uh, and then I watched him on Surreal Life, and I really, and I liked him then too, because I felt like I felt his struggle. Yeah. And because he didn't, I don't. Can you look up and see what it says he's worth? What do you think? Galvin, well, Spanish is looking up. Guess what do you think he's worth? Oh, I'm gonna say he's worth around five million. Keep in mind, he for those of you who are like, why do you? Then he he didn't own. I don't think uh, the rights to the song. I may have sold it or whatever the deal was because. He had. I remember he had like a Japanese investor or somebody with him. Um, I say more. I say he's worth ten million. Okay. All right, uh, Gio, you want to guess? I'd say fifteen. Carmen, you got to guess. Now, keep in mind also, he's had a very successful uh, DIY television show for the yeah. past. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Twenty. I mean, that's not making no, a ton of money, but uh, I'll do twenty-five. Joe, you got to guess. I say fourteen. That's pretty specific. The <laughs> internet says. That Vanilla Ice is worth an estimated twelve million dollars. That's respectable. Yeah, yeah. Your well, came, but when did Ice Ice Baby come out? Ninety two. It, it's interesting though because there's uh, quite a few variations. That uh, I see that twelve million, but I also see where it says uh, eighteen million. This one says fifteen million. This one says twenty million. Somewhere in the middle is fine. So yeah, I've, he's around there. You know. When did Ice Ice Baby come out? Oh, I would say eighty eight. Oh, is in the eighties? I think so. 89? I, no, I would say it was when I moved here. I would say 91. Yeah, I could see that. 91. It was before I was in radio. Very early 90s. It was before I was in radio, and it was while I lived here. I would say, no, I would say 90. I would say 90. Let's get. Uh, let's look that up. Because I remember FLZ was playing it. Uh, it looks like it was 91. Ah, damn it. Well, the one year we didn't mention. Maybe, maybe yeah. 90 because he won stuff in 91. So. How about this? The first time I ever heard it, I was in the drive-thru at Burger King on Fowler that is still there, right there, Fowler in uh, Nebraska. Damn. I remember it. I remember because he had a line in there where he sounded like Eric B. And I was like, oh, is he still in line for Eric B? <laughs> uh, released and, in 1990. 90. Nailed it. Okay. Yeah. And then I also remember I lived in Miami 
when they broke the story of his real name was Rob Van Winkle, which I found hard to believe because it's a silly name. Uh, and because you think Rip Van Winkle, yeah, he did. and you're like, why wouldn't you just go with uh, Rip Van Winkle as your rap name? I don't know. <laughs> but then uh, it was like he's not even from Miami; he's from wherever, and uh, it was a whole big uh, to do. The last time I saw anything with Vanilla Ice was when we watched that Russian documentary, and oh. they talk about partying with Vanilla Ice, right. Vanilla uh, Ice in Miami. Down at the club, very dangerous. And it was the Russian guy who was in with the yacht dealer who ended up buying a bunch of motorcycles from Russia. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good documentary. I can't remember the name. So, of it. do you know what the follow-up to Ice Ice Baby? So that was off to the extreme. Was the album? Yeah. Uh, do you know what the follow-up single was? Um, well, I thought it was that White Boy one. Uh, it's this, I Love You, which I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do it, Calvin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, let's get to it. I don't know this, but I think when you play it, I'm going to remember the words. I know this. You do? I've heard this, yeah. Are you sure you're not thinking of Ella Cool J? No. It sounds ha- a lot like it. I remember having the cassettes and this playing through. The ca- single? Yep. Oh, my God. Can you just imagine the amount of girls he got? Oh, oh yeah. Because he insane. was ripped. Yeah. He had abs. He had that little thing in his eyebrow. Uh-huh. Insane. A little, little blonde in his hair there. Yeah. Fancy pants on. <laughs> Fancy pants. He must have got so much ass. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's nonstop. Uh, he is on the line right now. Oh, let's welcome uh, to this show for the first time in a very, very long time. This is Vanilla Ice. Ice, how are you, sir? Hey, what's happening, guys? How you doing? Is that what we say, Ice? Do we say Rob? What do you What do you like to go by now? I mean, I, I respond either way. I prefer Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know. know. It's, uh, I, 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 we were so we were just reminiscing and going over like when we remember when Ice Ice Baby first came out, and and what your life must have been like go through you. When I remember, I, I told him I, I was in a Burger King drive-thru on Fowler Avenue the first time I ever heard the song. I, and I'm 49 years old now for me to remember that. And then I got into radio after that, and you were good-looking, and you were, you had abs. You must have got so much ass in, those, in like that 10 years after Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> A question? Are you looking for a response from me? All right, all right, all right. I think we all know the answer to that, so I don't need a response. How about this? What country? Inquiring mind. What country, uh, girl-wise, loved Vanilla Ice the most? <laughs> Man, I never did that survey. I never even thought about it. No, but you've been there. Like, yeah, were you, you like, got, hey. You have funny questions because everything is related about girls. Well, just <laughs> just because uh, that's the thing we're most jealous of. Um, because, like, I just wonder, like, I asked John Bon Jovi one time if he ever had a mother-daughter threesome, and he gave me the best rock and roll answer. He said, maybe once or twice, <laughs> which is the best possible thing. <laughs> <laughs> My, Michael Irvin said he slept with what, Calvin? Five girls at one time? Yeah, he kept on saying higher, higher. Yeah, yeah, I kept going three girls, four girls. And, and, the, and the reason all those guys are, are single now probably is because of the answer. 
when when was your when like you can't even imagine having a serious relationship in that in those days, could you? You were too you were too super famous. No. Yeah. No. I was dedicated. I was committed. You know, I wrote Ice Ice Baby when I was sixteen and I was uh living the dream of the Ninja Turtles, man. <laughs> yeah. And and uh just, you know, uh had no time for anything. It was kinda of funny because my dancers they would be like, yo, man, you're passing up all these girls. And I go, yeah, but I'm going upstairs right now. In this, We were at this place called City Lights. And I was going upstairs. They had these mirrors on the wall. So I'm going upstairs right now, and I'm going to dance all night till the sun comes up. And there's no air conditioner up there. <laughs> and they're like, you passing up all these girls? I said, yep, I'm on my way. You guys have fun. They all came with me. And they were all on the world tour not even six months later. So, Oh, wow. <laughs> Commitment, dedication, you know, you got to keep your eye on the prize. And the prize is not chasing the cat, my friend. I yeah, get you. I get you. You got to be successful. You got to have, you know, commitment. You got to have drive. You got to have ambition. You know, you got you to gotta pin it to win it, my friend. I asked uh, uh, Slash from Guns N' Roses, I said, do you ever stop and think that long after you're dead and gone, the idea of that, that – uh, Les Paul guitar and that top hat and long hair will live on forever. I mean, he will be, he has got an image that will last forever. Ice Ice Baby is that song that long after you're dead, they will play Ice Ice Baby at a wedding and everybody will jump up and run to the dance floor. That's got to be a good feeling. I mean, you've made a, a huge mark in pop culture that will last forever. Oh, it's, uh, it's amazing. I mean, you know, I never predicted it, never expected it, but uh, it, it's become an anthem. Yeah. And you know, you remember you remember the nineties. You play Ice Ice Baby or the Ninja Rap, you're gonna just start dancing all cheesy and and, and just being a, the oldest teenager in the room all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's multi generational because the young kids know it, the old people know it, grandmothers know it, everybody knows it. You you can't pick your fans, they pick you and thank God for YouTube because I have a lot of fans that, that were not even born, you know, and they, yeah. they know every word out there. It's it's so funny. But uh they wanna know what it's like to wear Z Cavricis. They wanna know <laughs> they wanna know, <laughs> know what it's like to have, you know, get your movies at Blockbuster. They hear about it. They don't even know. They see T-shirts and stuff in Hot Topic in the mall with cassette tapes on them. Yeah, they don't yeah. know what that is, man. They're, they're 20 or under, and they don't know what this is, but they know about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, we had a guy in here. What's the guy's name? that we Marty had? Ray. Marty Ray doing, the, uh, doing his country version of Ice Ice Baby a couple of weeks ago. Great friend of mine. Super yeah. talented. What a soulful voice that guy has. Amazing voice. Yeah, he looks like an yeah, angry yeah. bear, but he sings great. <laughs> he does. He does. That's about. That's a good. Actually, uh, good indication. <laughs> but he, uh, he, he, he is. Uh, he's awesome, man. And uh, I love that. Uh, everybody was sending me that, you know, because I've heard every freaking version of Ice Ice Baby since you know, sure. Dawn of Man. <laughs> and this version, I, I was like, whoa! Now this has some flavor to it. And I was just like, damn, okay. All my friends sent it to me. You know, I was like, damn. Yeah. But, he was, uh, he yeah. was really he was really good. He put some some deep voice behind it, and again, that's another reason why the uh, the song will live on. We're talking to Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice is going to be at Bush Gardens on Sunday for the Food and Wine Festival. You'll get to see him perform. It's part of your ticket price to go in. Uh, in addition to being a, a musician for the last uh, several years, he's had a successful DIY uh, show 
where you're you flip houses. Like, where do you, where do you get that skill from? Like, how long did you know how to do uh, all that stuff? I know you're very good at it. Oh, thank you. I uh, man, it takes a lot of it's a lot of hard work. <laughs> it doesn't go as fast as it, it looks on TV. Yeah. That editing stuff. I wish I wish we could build them that fast. <laughs> but uh, you know, we don't have a B team to come in after the cameras leave. We're still sitting there <laughs> sweating it out. It, it, it's fun, but it's a lot of work. Yeah. But uh, I've been doing that, man. For I got my. Uh, Let's see. It was oh my god, I'm dating myself. 18 years ago, I got a degree in design, so I just started, you know. And I was doing houses before that, but you know, just lightly flipping with a few carpet things and paint and stuff. But uh, it just escalated throughout the years from smaller homes to the big mansions you see on TV now. So uh, I'm over here in Palm Beach, Florida. So the the fishing hole for real estate is really good over here. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's <laughs> so, me. Big tight turnarounds, big money down there. Good for you. You live that's where you live now. You live down there. I'm in Palm Beach, man. I've been here for almost 20 years, and oh, wow. uh, I came up from Miami. I I escaped from Miami. <laughs> Still yeah, love don't... Miami. I'm a Dolphins fan, but uh, uh, got to give you know credit to Tampa Bay, man, and and just doing something that no team has ever done, no players ever done. I mean, just amazing this year. Yeah, it's been a very really, very really, good yeah. year to be a, uh, a Tampa Bay sports fan, uh, hockey and and uh, football. Um, I, I, I know that, uh, I watched you on the surreal life and I think I talked to you shortly after that, um, one time you seem like an entirely different person than I mean, now. And then you, you seem like still like you were a little angry before. I don't know what, uh, and, but you seem super happy now. Do you just, you think that's just you growing up or did you go through therapy or, or, or anything happened there? <laughs> life is therapy, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had, uh. I had a, an awakening, you know. Um, back in the day, I had a weekend that lasted three years. So I, you know, you learn and you and and you do. You grow up, man, and that's exactly what it is. You know, I'm, I'm still the oldest teenager in town, but you know, yeah. you do wisen up. And I've got three kids, and uh, that's what I was going to ask you. How old are your kids? Uh, 23, 20, and 2. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, 2, man. Whoa, somebody forgot to pull out. <laughs> <laughs> now, do the uh, 20-year-olds think I gotta that tell you, though, yeah. I got to tell you, it was a hell of a cruise ship, though. <laughs> <laughs> do the 20-year-olds think you're cool? Do they know, or are you just a nerdy dad like every other dad is? Well, I thought I was going to be the nerdy dad, you know, and, and you know, and, and thank God for the Ninja Turtles because it transcended all the new generation to, you know, that same kind of nucleus. And yeah. what it is is if you go through the mall, man, you'll still see Ninja Turtle stuff everywhere. If you go through Target or Walmart, you'll see a whole row of Ninja Turtle stuff. Sure. Also, the 90s is the last of the great decades. And, and and there's proof of it because they can't come out with a cool sneaker anymore. They still sell the Air Jordans and the Air, you know, that stuff is from the 90s. Yeah. And, you know, everything you walk in the mall and see from the neon colors to the high tops, everything, it's like, am I back in the 90s? <laughs> so my kids think I'm awesome now. They're like, Dad, those clothes you had, my God, where do we get those? I go, just go to the mall. They got them right there. <laughs> oh, Every, they, they, they can't come out with anything cooler, man. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's amazing how the 90s are still so impactual today, you know?
Yeah, he was just, uh, he had a great scene. He was in Wrong Missy with David Spade on Netflix. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good movie. That was, and he had a, he had a great scene there. It was funny. <laughs> um, that was a good Netflix uh, uh, thing that they did there, and it was great during the COVID, you know, because everybody's watching Netflix like times 10, right? Mm-hmm. Gaining weight, eating big old bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I bet I'm, you still got abs, though. I, I, I'm working on them, man. I'm trying to get them back. <laughs> I actually still ride motocross, and uh, it does help, man. you got to keep moving, bobbing, and weaving, because with this corona stuff, we're, we've all been sitting at home watching too much Netflix and yeah. you know, eating too much. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we're talking to Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice is going to be performing on Sunday at Bush Gardens, part of the Food and Wine Festival. This will be good. A lot of people are getting out for the first time. They're getting to go to these parks. They're going to enjoy a nice day outside, and they get to see a good concert. I want to ask you this, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not asking this in an insulting way at all. I hope you don't take it that way. But I, we were going through your catalog. There is the Ninja Turtle song. There is the, uh, of course, Ice Ice Baby. Well, how many songs will you do? Like, I, don't, I, I only remember solely Ice Ice Baby from that time. I'm getting old. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay. Pe- it, yeah. it, you know, well, that's all you need to know because right. let me tell you something. And that's the that's the anthem of the '90s. But here's the thing: that came on a record called "To the Extreme," which yeah. I wrote when I was 16. And on that record, uh, everybody who listened to Ice Ice Baby back in the day will automatically remember the rest of the record because you didn't just listen to Ice Ice Baby. We all grew up. I mean, the Ninja Turtles with the younger generation is actually bigger than Ice Ice Baby. They're aware of Ice Ice Baby, but they're more in tune with the ninja rap. Wow. Uh, I've got a song that went to number six, Play That Funky Music. You, yep, we all know that. that. I remember that. I've got uh, Stop That Train, which is another song that was about a crazy... <laughs> the questions you were asking. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> all right, good. So you, if you were, if you were a fan, you'll get to see... All of the hits, and of course, I'm sure you'll close it out with Ice Ice Baby, and the place will go crazy, and uh, everybody will be ha- happy to see you. I-, I understand that they were making a uh, a movie based on your life. Do you- is that still happening? Maybe Dave Franco is attached to it? Yeah, <laughs> Dave Franco. They're, uh, they're doing a movie called To the Extreme, which is what I was telling you about, that the, my first album. Yeah. And uh, they... Uh, yeah, they're doing it. I mean, I read the script. It's it's hilarious. It's great. I don't know if it's 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 not a hundred percent truth. You know, they fluff it up for the the movie right. aspect, but you know, it's a it's a it's very entertaining story. So you know, it's uh it's going to be a cool cool thing to see if they can pull it off. Because I told Dave Franco, I said, listen, man. You know, you 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 may be a hell of an actor, but you better learn your dance moves, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Don't screw. Yeah, you learn to act your dance. face off, but do not, Mister Pancake. But do not screw up the Vanilla Ice dance moves that all of us tried to do at some point <laughs> in, in our garage. Uh, look, I'm, I'm glad you're getting out. I mean, can you imagine now if you're touring now and doing this stuff? Once that movie comes out, you got a whole you got a whole schedule going to be ahead of you at that point. Oh, yeah, man. I keep bobbing and weaving. You know how life goes, man. I got, you know, I'm 5 a.m. guy every morning doing construction. And then I, I you know, I, I always dance throughout the day and uh, around too. the construction site. So on the weekend, wherever, I, I keep dancing, man. That's that's the name of the game is, you know, enjoy life. And when I come down there this weekend, we're going to have a, such a good time. Uh, I'm going to bring everybody back. And like I said, everybody in there officially will be a teenager no matter what your age is. 
and you'll be dancing like you're in a freaking Zumba class. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? How many times do you Zumba or ride your Peloton to to Vanilla Ice? Now you get to go see it and do it live at uh, Bush Gardens on Sunday. Um, before I let you go, I'm, I'm gonna, I've asked you this question in three different interviews. This is the third one. I'm going to ask you again. You probably won't answer it again, but I'll, I'll tell by your silence. You knocked the back out. You knocked the back out of Madonna back in the day, right? <laughs> you need to ask the question, or you just want me to? You just like getting glorification for me to see if I'll answer it. I want. I, I I was hoping this time you'd be like, oh yeah, for sure. And let me tell you about something. And like, give me like, give me like on a scale of one to ten where it landed. Because to me, back in the day, I, that's I, I, as a gentleman, I can't do that, my friend. That's just not not. Yeah. Uh, Good. I, I got a girlfriend too. You know, actually, I got two year old. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. No, no guy should really answer that, especially you know to the public. <laughs> I know, but sometimes somebody gets weak and just goes, "Oh, let me tell you about it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, look, I'm I'm glad you are, gentlemen. <laughs> Damn right we do. Uh, listen, have a great show on Sunday. Uh, good luck with everything. I hope this movie also is a big success. And uh, it's great to talk to you, my man. Hey, always a pleasure, my friend. We'll see you guys this weekend. Have a good one. All right, one. buddy. Take it easy. There you go. Vanilla Ice. What a nice guy. guy. Well, he, he uh, you know, when you, you get the first time we interviewed him, he was younger, and he was doing that thrash thing, you know, the heavier yeah. version. Then the second time was after Surreal Life, and he was kind of coming around. Now he seems like he's like he's super happy. Yeah. yeah. You can always tell these guys have, like, girlfriends or a wife that don't want to get back <laughs> yeah. to them. Like, I don't know. Didn't Look, I don't that. expect anybody to go, oh, yeah, I was nailing Madonna yeah. back then. But <laughs> back in the day when he was in Miami and she was in Miami and she did that sex book, she put him in the book. And yeah. everybody knew they were kind of together. But I want somebody to be like, oh, yeah. And, you know, at some point you get a guy who is like, let me tell you something. You know, they, yeah. they get so loose in the interview, like, let me tell you about this. It would have well, been great if instead of Madonna, he was like, no, but Gloria Stefan down yeah. in Miami. Oh. Miami oh. Well, it says Vanilla Ice was uh, got married in 97, and it doesn't say anything about divorce. Oh. So I don't know if he's been with, like, the same girl. Well, he said he had a girlfriend. Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, that was well, information wait. useful 20 minutes ago. Yeah, Carmen, what the hell? <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine if Carmen would have jumped in the you. interview and said, well, it says here you're married. And yeah. like, Carmen, how dare you? I w when he started talking about the Dolphins, I was getting ready to yell Marina. I was like, nah, I probably shouldn't yell it in the middle of the interview. That's funny. Um, well, he was good. I'm glad. Uh, Sunday he'll be at uh, Bush Gardens, the Food and Wine Festival, and uh, that'll be a fun. Like, and I don't care who you are, guy, girl, old, young. When you hear doom, 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 you're like, <laughs> yeah. ooh, I gotta go dance. You know? uh, all right, we gotta take a break. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. This is the Mike Calta Show. It's one zero two five. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.